Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, my friends, and welcome to me, mom, and dad. This is our 15th episode. It'll be a year in April uh, doing this podcast. Podcasting is so fun. It is the new upcoming technology with with folks, it's the new thing that people are taking to. For you new listeners, I am Tia, and my dad is Harold. My mom is Gloria. My parents are 84. My dad is 84. My mom is 82. And um, this um, podcast was originally started because my dad some years ago about four years ago now was diagnosed with Parkinson's and um, uh, we had some ups and downs in the beginning but we learned a lot of great and valuable information that I wanted to share with uh, the Parkinson's community and that is how this podcast started but it turns out the the three of us are a hoot. We share our daily daily journeys with dealing with my dad's Parkinson's and I'm sharing fruitful, great days that he has too. It's not all doom and gloom. It's uh some great information. That's how this this podcast started. But it turns out we're just sharing uh, faith and hope and to never give up. At the moment, my mom and dad are at the gym right now. Uh, my mom drives the two of them around. My dad could drive, but with the Parkinson's, we just uh, don't uh, allow him to drive anymore. And at the moment, the two of them are at the gym. So that is what we share on these podcasts, too, how... We just keep moving and laughing and cooking, of course. This podcast turned into a sharing recipe type of thing, too, because lots of family and friend gather around our home because cooking brings people together. And so uh, there's some great cooks in our family. I'm one of them, please. I don't want to be arrogant about it, as my brother is very arrogant about it, in a fun way. So we share recipes, too. And on this episode, stay tuned. I will be sharing potato soup. At the moment, at the, moment the whole country is in an Arctic freeze. We're freezing, so we feel like we want to make some soups all over the place. So I'm going to share potato soup. And roasted chicken. So stay tuned. As I said, our days are mostly filled with hope and faith and joy through our everyday ta challenges uh, dealing with my dad's Parkinson's. It turns out the three of us are really, really a hoot. Uh, we are always laughing and singing and, of course, cooking. Um, I mentioned before my dad's 84 years old and uh, he is a funny, funny guy as he is uh, 
he's just funny. Some funny stories about my dad. Uh, he, uh, as you get older, you know, you just. You find yourself, I'm talking about myself too, <coughs> just naming any kind of thing the wrong name as we get older. And uh, my dad is uh, real funny at those things. Some funny things about him, he'll say, uh, how about we go to Ed's club? And uh, my nephews were were sitting there like, Ed's club? What is Pop-Pop talking about? Ed's club is Sam's club, my friends. Uh-huh. And uh, now it's like a funny family thing. We all just kind of make fun of him in a funny way. We're like, how about we go to Ed's club? And we know we're, we're saying Sam's club. He'll say, uh, I want to go to China Gardens. China Gardens is, drum roll please, Olive Gardens. And uh, we laugh at uh, his funny things. It's not funny when he loses his iPhone. He's 84 and he has his little, his iPhone, his new technology of the day. And this is the third time this week he has dropped his iPhone. Praise the Lord. He he puts it in his little, his tracksuit pants and he goes to the gym and lays down on a machine and it falls out of his pocket. He will, That's the first time this month. Then the second time was again the other day. He's going for some rehab for his hip. Rather than have surgery, he's having some rehab. So uh, I thought, let me call the parents and uh, check on them. I always, if I'm somewhere else, I'll call and just make sure they're okay. And I called his iPhone. And I kept calling it. They didn't pick up. And the lady at the front desk, uh, she's like, we're looking for Mr. Thompson. Um, His iPhone is here. iPhone dropped again. And I'm like, Dad, please put it in your pocket or put it in Mom's um, purse, pocketbook. And, of course, they don't listen to me. So that's like the third time his... Uh, iPhone, but praise the Lord, it's the third time he got it back. And uh, his his uh, ringtone is, the freaks come out at night. The freaks come out at night. My sister thought it was funny to uh, put the freaks come out at night on his cell phone. That is the reason why the ladies at the front desk of the rehab place, I called three times. Nobody picked up. Finally, they picked up. Because the freaks come out at night, kept playing. So she answers the phone. She's like, can somebody please come get this iPhone? And he likes to sit and take his finger and thumb through the iPhone. He's pretty good at dialing us and going through it. But the other technology on the iPhone is really quite funny. He, uh, he wants to learn how to text and um, he'll just be taking his finger and picking on any app and the phone ends up when I pick it up it's like all over the place with apps open and um, he'll butt dial you in a minute at any moment he called me the other day and I'm like hello dad he's like yeah I didn't call you 
And I'm like, uh, yeah, she did. He's like, this phone is it's crazy. It's crazy because it just started ringing. And I'm like, okay, Dad, but 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 you called me. So it's funny. All these incidents, I'm like, oh, my life, my life. But all these crazy incidents, honestly, my friends, I, I wouldn't trade. I wouldn't trade any of these crazy incidents with uh, my parents. And so on these episodes, I'm always wanting to share uh, some Parkinson's info that we have learned with the Parkinson's uh, community. Remember, my friends, absorption, absorption, absorption of the yellow pill, we call it. Uh, the Parkinson's medication mostly is cordodopa, levodopa. We call it the yellow pill. And remember that we discover how my dad has a fruitful life. Most days he walks around and you would not know that he has Parkinson's most days because we let the yellow pill absorb on an empty stomach two hours before he eats. And really two hours after he eats, we wait two hours again. And I uh, have shared this with folks, and uh, doctors try to help us with that, the neurologists, but uh, that is a valuable information if you can take two hours we were giving it to him in the beginning of his diagnosis like 30 minutes before he eats plop he would fall to the ground and uh we learned this and also protein for breakfast no protein like literally hardly any protein we give him just a little bit of fruit and some kind of danish that has hardly no protein whenever we give him eggs or milk it literally cancels the yellow pill, the medication. So we've learned to, at least for breakfast, no protein. Lunch and dinner is fine. He seems to be able to, the medication, it seems to be fine with uh, protein. That's the good news. It's not like he can't have protein all day. Just for breakfast, we have learned. And he does very well with this strict routine. And uh, it is strict because there are times where we might want to go out for breakfast or have a big breakfast, and we've tried it, we've experimented with it, and he, it does not, protein does not go well with the medication. I read this in the Michael J. Fox brochure about the protein and um, sharing that with you, my friends. Also, exercise, exercise, exercise. Every episode, I am shouting it from the rooftops. It is miracles for the Parkinson's patient, riding the stationary bike, these boxing programs around the country. It is miracles for the Parkinson's patient. It is proven to be awesome. And so that um, has my mom is at the gym. That's exercise for her. And it's exercise for me too. I ride the bike. They go to the gym. Exercise is the key, my friends. Those of you who m don't have Parkinson's, it is uh, an example for us all that exercise is uh, 
It's good. It's a good thing. We're always sharing joy, joy, joy. My family is always coming to visit family and friends. Uh, it was just the holidays. It's January now, the end of January. And um, we've had friends and family always. Next coming up will be my sister-in-law. She'll be coming in a couple weeks. Uh, we do this to bring joy to my dad's face. The Parkinson's book that I read some time ago said, keep the Parkinson's patient happy. And that's how we do it. My brother, my sister, lots of folks come and visit him and it lights his face up and it does light my mom and I, our, our, our lives up too as caretakers. And, um, Joy, joy, joy. Keep joy, even if you're not dealing with Parkinson's. With anything in our lives, just keeping family and friends together keeps depression and and uh, sadness away. And um, that is how we do it. Um, and I always like to share with you, I uh, will record an interview with anyone who is visiting us. So I will share the grandchildren of my mom and dad, my nephews, my wonderful nephews um, talking about their grandpa. Here's my nephews. We're here with Harold Thompson's two favorite grandkids. Here we can't say that to the rest of them, but Andrew Thompson and Nicholas Thompson, uh, my brother's Wonderful son. Say hello, Andrew. Hi, Georgia, America, whoever's listening to this podcast. Nick. Hello, everyone. How are you? What we're doing is sharing uh, the Parkinson's books. One of their lines says, keep the Parkinson patient happy. And you guys coming, that's what it does. Keeps Harold Thompson, your grandpa, happy, happy, happy. Anything you want to say, Andrew? Andrew's uh, a great drummer. What are you talking about, Parkinson's? Talking about how you love your grandpa. Oh, well, I love him dearly. Uh, he sent me my first cashew, which I almost died from. Because <laughs> he's allergic to cashews? Uh, it's a memory I'll never forget, you know, just sitting there. And you were dying. young, you remember that? Yeah, just sitting there dying, right in the, right in the living room. You said, you said, I'm feeling tingly, I'm feeling tingly. <laughs> you were only like three years old, right? How old were you? Some three, four. You, you weren't four, you were very young. I win. Okay. And, and how much you like your grandpa? Love him from here to the moon and back. Oh. Tell him how most days you can't even tell your grandpa has... Your pop-pop has Parkinson's because he is tough cookie. Oh, yeah, because at first it was noticeable because whenever he'd get up, he'd, like, wobble, you know, whether he, whether, you know, it was subtle. Yeah, when he first got diagnosed. Yeah, but now he's just, like, you know, he doesn't need the cane anymore. He just, like, he just... Moving in shape. Yeah, he, he's like he's uh, 23 or something. Right, and that's from exercise, exercise, going to the gym and strengthening his body, right? Yeah, just stepping around like he's 
heck this going out ranching? Ranching. Ranching is picking up. Ranching when I came here. He was out there raking up leaves. In the hot sun. Right. Yeah, that's right. And he's an example to us as a family. The Thompson boys, Andrew Thompson, Nicholas Thompson, <laughs> they are out. Say bye. Bye bye. My wonderful, wonderful nephews talking about their grandpa. And you can hear from them that they agree that over the years with this Parkinson's, we have figured out how to make my dad's life uh, uh, more productive and fruitful. And when they're here, we are cooking, cooking. I make uh, homemade biscuits when they're here, and their Grammy cooks, my brother cooks, and it's just a house full of family. So, my friends, we're going to share uh, my wonderful potato soup recipe. Uh, so, get your pins. I will, uh, I will tell you what the ingredients are. First, you need three and a half cups of peeled and diced potatoes, a third cup of diced celery, one third cup finely chopped onion, three fourths cup of diced cooked, uh, you, you need bacon. I say three fourths cup of, of cooked crispy bacon. It had to be three fourths cup. You're just using it for garnish, so. I say three-fourths cup. You might, a couple pieces of bacon. Three-fourths cup, three and a fourth cups of water. Two tablespoons chicken bouillon. The the cubes of bouillon, my friends. Uh, half teaspoon of salt to taste. One teaspoon of pepper to taste. Five tablespoons of butter. Five tablespoons all-purpose flour. Two cups of of milk. I like to use half and half. Uh, my mom's having some acid reflux, so the other day we made potato soup with 2% milk. It was okay. It was good. But of course, that's real good with whole milk or half and half milk. But you can use 2%. So combine the potatoes, celery, onion, water, and stock pot. And that is putting your bouillon cubes in the water and boiling your water with the bouillon cubes. Right, my friends? I'm always trying to not act like everybody cooks because my friends told me to stop pretending like everybody understands. So you're going to take your your um, three and four cups of water, put your bouillon cubes in the water and let it boil. And you're making chicken bouillon. Once it boils up, then you put your potatoes, celery, in the boiling water. Your potatoes, your celery, and all that's going to cook down. About, you know, 10 minutes or so. Um, salt with a little bit of salt. Not too much salt because chicken bouillon's already salty. So maybe a pinch of salt to taste and pepper. In a separate saucepan, melt your butter. 
because in your butter, you're going to whisk your flour to make a roux. It makes it thick. So when your butter's melting, put your, your flour, your five tablespoons of flour, and you're going to whisk that as it's melting, and you'll see the flour, the lumps will disappear, and slowly stir your milk in. Once you see the flour melting, it'll be a nice, smooth type of thick gravy. Okay? And um, then you pour your milk in. Once you pour all that in, you pour your milk into your celery, potatoes, bouillon, stock pot mixture. And that, my friends, is your beautiful, it's a wonderful recipe, potato soup. Now, once you are ready to serve, keep, once you, you know, you might taste a potato and, um, you know, see if it's all done, how you like it. It'll cook like a couple minutes once you pour your milk in, like 10 minutes on low. And when you're ready to serve, your crispy bacon is sitting to the side. I take some of the crispy bacon and garnish it in the middle with a couple pieces of chopped up crispy bacon and a little bit of cheddar cheese to garnish. The Delicious for winter time or even summertime, but winter time is when we bring out all our soups. And I will share with you roasted chicken. I get a whole chicken. Whole chicken. Of course, you're going to wash your chicken. Make sure you go in the middle there and pull that bag of liver and gizzards and stuff out. Okay, now you're going to take some soft butter a stick of butter stick of butter let it let it sit and temper i let i take mine out in the morning let it temper it, it'll be soft and then i spread this butter all put put your roasted chicken in a in a roasted pan and i just spread this butter all over the roasted chicken I know, it's butter, but this is, I've been doing this roasted chicken for years, and it is tender and juicy. All right, spread your butter around there, my friends. And then I take rosemary. Um, I like to use uh, pepper flakes. I don't do much anymore of that because my mom, with her acid reflux, she can't do too much, so... Lots of herbs. I parsley, rosemary, um, uh, what else do I use? Parsley, rosemary, any kind of uh, basil flakes, any kind of herbs. You can't ruin this recipe. Any kind of uh, uh, herbs, it goes. And kosher salt. I use kosher salt, so I sprinkle the whole thing with kosher salt and pepper. The last thing I do is drizzle olive oil on top of everything. All around. Legs, wings, the breasts. And what we usually do is put roasted potatoes. Uh, put, put raw potatoes. Cut up some potatoes. 
put them around the roasted chicken. And carrots. I get the raw bag of carrots. Peel the, the skin off the carrots. Chop them up like you like them. I put carrots all around there. Put some salt and pepper on the carrots and potatoes around your roasted chicken. And if you want, you can take a little drizzle to your honey. Drizzle some honey on your carrots. Delicious. Put this whole chicken. Oh, I sometimes put some celery around the carrots and potatoes too. And um, that makes a nice flavor. And uh, put this whole roasted chicken in the oven on 375 for an hour. Look at it after an hour. If it looks nice and brown, you are good to go, depending on your oven. Um, if it's not brown, then you need to go hour and 15 to 20 minutes. It'll be nice golden brown. You're welcome. It's so good. Potato soup and roasted potatoes. Because cooking brings people together. And it does with all families and friends. And uh, folks who are always coming to visit us, um, we get in the kitchen and we're just laughing and shooting the breeze. So uh, we'll always have sh be sharing recipes on this podcast. Please, my friends, when you are listening to this podcast, please subscribe on the page that you are listening from. Up the top, there's there's some little icons. And it's the icon that looks like that Wi-Fi rainbow, those rainbow lines, the Wi-Fi. You click on that, I believe, to subscribe. That supports this uh, podcast. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Remember to keep the faith, keep the laughter, and um, keep the joy. And... Uh, Thank you so much for listening to our 15th, 15th podcast. In April, it will be a year that uh, we have been doing this podcast. And uh, please share it with friends and loved ones. Um, podcasting is the new, new uh, thing that people are enjoying. And... Uh, we thank you for listening. Please subscribe and please enjoy the music. <laughs>